Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Okay, let's go now to uh, General Jack Keane. He's a retired American four-star general, former vice chief of staff of the United States Army and Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient. Welcome back to Cats at Night, General Jack Keane. Delighted to be here, as always. Jack, give us an update on on what the heck is going on with uh, Putin and uh, Ukraine. Well... What's what's taking place is the ground is freezing now uh, in December and mobile operations uh, will begin again. They've slowed down because of the mud and the rain, and they've got about two to three good months uh, where this war will continue. What the Russians are largely doing is defending. Uh, They're trying to take a little bit more territory in the Donbass region, but they haven't done a very good job of that. And they're mobilized forces that they're bringing into the country. They're going to use them to stiffen their defense. And certainly what they really want to stop is the Ukrainian counteroffensive, which has been successful in a number of places. The last one, of course, in Hershon City, where the Russians withdrew their forces to the other side of the river. So Zelensky is going to continue uh, his counteroffensive operation to take as much territory as he possibly can. And when we, when we talk about taking territory, so our audience really understands that can be sort of an ambiguous term, but what he's really doing is liberating Ukrainians who are under Russian occupation inside of Ukraine, where they routinely rape Ukrainian women, their daughters, their sisters, their mothers, they're torturing men and killing them and putting them in mass graves. Hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians have been moved out of these occupied areas to Russia, and tens of thousands of children. So Zelensky and his troops have real passion to liberate these occupied areas to get their people back. And that's really what's taken place, and certainly we're trying to help him in doing just that. We don't know how successful he's going to be how much territory he's going to take back and how many people will be able to liberate. That's unknown at this time. But certainly, based on the progress he's made so far, he's obviously going to be able to make some more progress for sure. The uh, Putin, I think, made some statements uh, this morning or yesterday that uh, uh, he's getting uh, a little bit antsy on uh, that uh, on nuclear weapons. What do you, what, what say you? I don't think... Uh, The use of a nuclear weapon has ever been a serious issue for Mr. Putin. He's brandished it. He's had his surrogates to it. And then he's made a couple of statements that it never was his intent to use it. Uh, We've got President Xi, who who came out 
with President Biden condemning the use of a nuclear weapon inside of uh, Ukraine, which would clearly be a, a game changer for the world. Uh, and Putin would have far more to lose uh, using a nuclear weapon because that brings the United States and NATO into the war. And for sure, uh, he would be defeated as, as a result of that. So uh, what I think Putin, the other thing he said today, which was interesting, is that he admitted that this is a protracted war. Uh, and I think where Putin is really coming from, he's trying not to lose it because that is actually what's been happening on the ground. He's been losing. And that's why he's, he's attacking the Ukrainian people in their energy sector to try to take heat and water away from them to break their will because he can't defeat the Ukrainian military. He, he's tried multiple times to do it. And each time uh, they come up with a negative uh, result. And that's, I think, is going to continue. I believe at some point when... Zelensky and his troops can no longer retake territory, and they they try to do it, and they're not able to do it because the Russians may have been able to thicken their defenses. Then you would likely see negotiations, but there's not going to be any negotiations until Zelensky has tried to retake all the territory in this country. That's what he's trying to do. That's what he wants to do. It's the thing that makes the, the most sense as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's go. Uh, have you heard the, that uh, President uh, Xi from China uh, has been in, with Saudi Arabia and they closed $30 billion worth of deals? Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, and this has been in the works for some time. What, what President Xi and China is really attempting to do here is take advantage of the void that's being committed in the Middle East by this administration who's, who's backed away from the Arabs. Uh, somewhat in terms of the UAE and Saudi Arabia. And listen, so our audience understands, 62% of China's oil comes through the Middle East, comes through the Persian Gulf from those Arab states. So he wants this relationship for sure. And if he can take advantage of some of the United States missteps, he'll absolutely do it. He knows full well that if he went to war with the United States, something we don't want to happen, obviously. But if it did happen, one of the things we would likely do is shut down the flow of oil to China coming out of the Persian Gulf. We'd have our Navy do it. That would be a huge blow to him. So what he wants is a, is a very good relationship with the Arabs. And he likely wants uh, more military bases in the region. He's got one military base outside of China, and that's Djibouti. Um, and that's obviously very close to the Middle East, but he wants more. And he's had some negotiations with the UAE, preliminary negotiations on something like that. And this is as a result of him filling the void um, that the United States ha has caused. And even when Biden visited Saudi Arabia a number of weeks ago, he actually admitted in public statements, but well, one of the reasons, uh, one of the purposes of this visit is to make certain that China and, and Russia are, are not taking our place in the Middle East. General so Jack Queen, General Jack Keen, we're running out of time, but I have to ask you this question regarding the Brittany Griner prisoner swap. The United Arab Emirates president and Saudi crown prince, they released a statement saying they led the mediation efforts that secured the release of Griner in a prison 
prisoner swap with Russia. So we gave them that Victor Bout, who was the arms dealer. He was facing 25 years, tens of millions of dollars in weapon weaponry he was planning on using against the United States. For Griner, she was caught with the cannabis oil. President Biden has been saying that this is a huge success on his part. But now you have this statement that's been released that the UAE and the Saudi, they they actually led the negotiation on this and the mediation. What do you think about that? Well, I, I, I don't know that's a fact. I mean, we do know the administration has admitted that the exchange took place in the UAE and Saudi Arabia. There's been reports that they they have made may have used their influence with Russia as well. I think the United States will take whatever help they can get when you're dealing with uh, trying to make an exchange like this. And listen, so our audience understands, these things are just by definition going to be lopsided. And why is that? Well, because the the people that we have that get taken by an authoritarian regime, it's usually a fake charge or an exaggerated charge. And the people who are going to have to give up are all convicted criminals or terrorists or thugs or killers. It's always going to be uh, lopsided. And that's what we're dealing with here. I mean, we certainly want wanted Griner back, and we want Paul Whelan back as well. And these deals are, are very, very tough. That's thank for sure. You. Thank you, uh, General Keene, and thank you for everything you've done for our country. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.